Feeling better? Looking better. Making life better. It's Life Tips. We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to the Life Tips Show, everyone. Byron White here with Rebecca. Rebecca, welcome. Hi. So happy to be here, Byron. Well, thanks for, for joining us today. Appreciate it. So you have a new book out. Congratulations, by the way. Light is the New Black. Love it, by the way. Great title. <laughs> Thank you so much. How light is light is perhaps the, is the, is the first question I have for you. What, what, tell us about the title of the book and how that came to you and, and how it briefly uh, it relates to what you're telling us about today. So light is the new black. When I get my head, I used to uh, work in advertising and I I trained as a copywriter. So headlines just kind of drop into my head. (laughs) And so that that headline came to me when I was, uh, my morning practice is walking um, in the park. And so, yeah, it just landed in full really. And to me, it really represents the fact that it's becoming so much safer for us all to step out of the spiritual closet and really share what we truly believe in and really answer the call. of our soul. Terrific. I know, when did you discover the the power of meditation and how it's obviously helped you personally in your own life? I'd always heard about, since I was a young teenager, about how important meditation is, but it wasn't until probably about 2011 when my whole life just fell apart that I decided to commit to a daily non-negotiable spiritual practice. And so that's really when I was blown away by just showing up for even if it's 10 minutes a day, how much of an impact that can have on our lives. How do we learn what lights us up and what our soul is telling us? How does that happen? Mm. So, well, it, it's perfect that you asked that after, after the question about meditation. Um, I'm a massive believer in the fact that our soul is constantly calling us towards the things that light us up. But often in order to hear that call, we need to create a space, I call it like a sacred space, so we can actually hear the whisper or feel the whisper or whatever way that you receive your intuition. Sometimes that whisper steers us in the wrong direction. Why does that happen? <laughs> Ooh, that's such a good question. I don't believe it steers us in the wrong direction. I just believe that sometimes uh, things don't work out the way we, our ego or our mind would like them to work out and maybe not in the, the, the right timing. <laughs> timing is, of course, probably the key there. Oh, yeah. What- at what point do we pull the parachute cord about a, a decision we've <laughs> that may have been the wrong one, and mm. and how does that all work in your mind, and how do we mm. discover that that uh, opportunity to to redirect our energy and and our and, and, and correct our bad decisions? I find it often happens when things start to crumble around us. I call it the F you God moment <laughs> where it's almost like, you know, we drop to our knees and just say, okay, I give up. I, I'm going to stop relying on my own strength now. And, you know, I surrender. I'm kind of throwing my life up in the air now and I'm just going to trust that I'm going to be caught. Tell us about the control of our own soul versus these forces that happen outside of ourselves that we can't control at all. How do you balance that? 
it, for me, it comes back to that creating that sacred space where only you and your soul or your spirit or God or source or the universe, whatever you want to call it, a space that's so sacred that it's only you in it that can that can be in there. Um, when when we allow all different forces inside of us, whether it's you know our, our our mobile phone relationships or or just relying on other people's opinion, the media, all of that, when we when we allow that so close to us, it's 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 impossible to hear that call. And so creating that sacred space where it's like you know I often say it's the most important relationship we're ever in is the one we're born in, which is the one with ourselves. And when we, when we really nurture that and spend time and invest in that, then that's where we can really hear that call. Can you sense when people are in balance with their soul? And uh, how, did, how do you react to people that are not in balance? Can, can you immediately perceive that about them? And, 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 and what is it that you perceive about them? How do they act differently? People who are imbalanced and not imbalanced. Not not imbalanced, correct. Mm-mm. Well, I think it comes down to alignment, <laughs> and um, it's something I'm I'm clairsentient. So there's every, everyone's intuitive. By the way, we all have different types of um, intuitive senses, and my predominant one is cl- clairsentient, which is clear feeling. And so for me, it's just a feeling that happens in my body, and it's either I feel easy or uneasy. Mm. You focused on women, and that's a wonderful mm-hmm. thing, by the way. I'm a, for, <laughs> for, for many reasons, I'm a big fan of women, led primarily by my wife, who is uh, <laughs> a, a remarkable uh, professional and, and uh, really has achieved uh, goals that are quite remarkable. She started a, a, a division of a company that's now a billion-dollar division of a company and has a team of many women that work for her. She's a big women fan. But tell us about your, your, your focus on, uh, on, on women and, and why, why you chose to connect with women versus trying to take this on for both men as well. Mm, mm. That's such a, an interesting question because it wasn't really something I consciously chose as much as it, it just happened. <laughs> I, um, when I write, um, my writing often kind of comes through me. And so that started to happen. And then my audience, just my tribe just appeared around me. And before long, I, I realized that my audience is women. There is still some men in there, but but yeah, and as I was writing this book, you know, it wasn't a process of of making a big plan and having a big strategy, which was which was kind of um, an interesting um, journey for me because my background prior to stepping into this work was in advertising, where you target an audience and do all of that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So this really happened actually in reverse. The way the the writing has come through is that it is a rallying cry for women to step forward. And, um, you know, so many amazing people have this beautiful theory of, of, of what is happening right now with the rising feminine, which I'm sure you'll appreciate Actually, yeah, sure, it's women rising, but it's not that. It's 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 the feminine rising in all of us, and I believe that in the the Western world, what we do have is this opportunity to to and this freedom of so much information. And I do feel that now, particularly in the, the solopreneur world, there is this opportunity for women to to really step forward. 
I want to ask you a difficult question, and I have some <laughs> thoughts on this as well, and that is, what do you think the best path is for women to progress in this competitive marketplace? Many industries dominate men, particularly in the higher management levels. Do you feel that women need to aggressively elbow their way to the top and demand a seat at the big table? Or do you feel that uh, eventually there will be a transformation when we look at some of the many wonderful characteristics of, of women, which is, is in, would take a lifetime to describe, <laughs> but uh, their, their presence, their insights, uh, I think are often you know, uh, incredible and, and beyond what men are capable of in, in many cases, particularly at the big table. Um, and, and, uh, but, but what's your feeling on that? You know, do you think that, that it, it's going to take aggressive elbowing or, uh, uh, patience and, and courage, uh, and, and just plain smarts in action to progress up the ladder? I think it's the word that you said that really resonated with me was courage, <laughs> because I believe that, that, you know, the elbowing thing like that, that's Piscean age. We've been there. Everything's changing now. However, it doesn't mean that, that the whole structure is collapsed and fallen. Like, like mm. it, this is like, it's a work in progress. And mm. what I do see happening, like as a woman who worked in a very male dominated world, and I definitely relied on my masculine to succeed in that but what's happening now is there's this consciousness of actually valuing the the intuition and the heart and the protective nature of the woman and I believe that actually men in power that's awakening in them and even more importantly the women who are in power who have who have kind of resorted whether it's been conscious or not to making it in a man's world by by you know being the man i think there is a softening that's happening and i think that's that's the real opportunity here mm. Light is an interesting word. So many uh, uh, different metaphors come to mind. You know, lighting up the world, lighting up a room with mm -hmm. your presence, shedding light on a dim topic. You know, light mm -hmm. itself is 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 a thing. You know, are there many meanings to it with your choice of that word? And 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 was we can you be more specific with what you were getting at with this wonderful world, light? Mm -hmm. To me, light is your soul, it's your spirit, it's source, it's the universe, it's love, it's the part of us that we have within us, it's also the, the part of us that connects us all. And so I think everyone for, for, for billions of years we've been trying to express what that is and I think light is one concept of that. What are you doing to promote your book? Tell us a little bit about that. I know you've lectured and spoken with thousands of women around the world in, in your evangelism for what you're teaching and believing here in the book. But tell us what your strategy is and, and how you're looking to connect with women on, a, on almost a deeper way in, in publishing this book. Mm, absolutely. Um, well, yeah, the book's out there. I'm also, I, I, I started doing actually a, um, an online course for it, but the guidance I got was to make it for free. So I gave that out <laughs> <laughs> without really knowing, you know, it's, it's such an interesting process having been trained in marketing and then going in and then trusting your intuition. Cause sometimes you're guided to do things that you wouldn't have done when you're in marketing. But, sure. Um, 
I think that's been a great process. And so that's out, out in the world. And then um, I'm also now working on um, ways to work with women in groups. So I've got um, uh, more writing coming through with the title Rise, Sister Rise and um, a Work Your Light online program, which I'm rapidly working up right now. Let's take a station break, everybody. Back in just a minute. Life Tips will be right back after this short break. Is buying something that is made in the USA important to you? How do you know that it really is made in the USA? Certified Inc. is the only supply chain audit company on the planet which qualifies country of origin labeling. If it's important to you as a consumer to know where the products you buy and use in your own home come from, then it's also important for your customers. Visit us at madeinusa.net and find out more. Go to madeinusa.net because it's that important. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. And now back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts. We're back with Rebecca. Rebecca, thanks so much again for being here. My pleasure. Where do you think women are going to go in this world that we live in right now? Do you think that there's going to be a change in how women work, how they uh, perceive the world, uh, and how they take the world over? (laughs) Because I think that's happening. Absolutely. I think first and foremost, there's a real softening happening where there is these archetypes that um, like being the good girl and and sticking with it and just like, you know, uh, working hard and all of that. Like I think there is not so much a need to stick to that. And then also there is an invitation for us to soften and be more courageous and really live from our heart. And I think also with the with the humongous surge of the solopreneurs and the entrepreneurs where we can now, because of technology, just work from anywhere. 
And so this need to kind of, you know, be seen to sit at the desk for eight hours a day or work part-time and, you know, if you're a mother, you're slacking off because you're only half working or all of that, it's like the tables are just turning completely. And I think also our ability to multitask, I think, helps a lot with the entrepreneurial world. Have you seen roles change in the family with so many women interested in going back to work? And so many women, I would argue, having great jobs that are perhaps paying more money than what men are making these days. Have you seen a balance shift? Is there a shift that you've seen in the industry and how is that affecting women? I think there absolutely is a shift. And I think where another way there is a shift is because we're getting married later. And so we've, first of all, it's the, it's the passing over of the name. Like I'm due to get married in, um, in December and I'm not taking on my, um, fiance's name, um, which is like a joint decision, but it's, I've, I've established my identity before the marriage. And so I think a lot of that is happening. And in, in the same sense, it's like, we've established our careers before we're stepping into a a lot of women anyway, before stepping into building the family. And so I I think I'm from a, a unique setup where I was from a matriarchal family in the sense of my mom was the, the main breadwinner and my dad did all the chores and looked after us and, 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 you know, made us dinner, did my hair, all of that stuff. And so it was a real role reversal in my family. And I think that Mm. is now the norm, you know, or at least Uh it's 50-50. And, you know, it's it's interesting with this rising feminine stuff because it's like – so, so many women have 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 learned to be the strong one, <laughs> but it's the strength through like I'll just push on through it. And this is the first period in history where we haven't been honoring this cyclic nature of life, where you know we've been forced into the the or choosing to be into the corporate world, which is fantastic. But you know, from from being in there myself, it's like there's. I know I and, and so many of, of, of my colleagues have just kind of pushed on through it, you know, pushed on through the tiredness, pushed on through all our natural cycles. And so I think what the entrepreneurial world and even just like the the, the um, working away from home situation has encouraged is actually coming back to a deeper respect of, of the body clock and, and, and not having to just be seen to sit at your desk all day mm. to be the, seen as the hard worker. With careers unfolding and so much pressure to work hard and advance for women, um, do you think it's wise that women are waiting to get married to kind of find themselves and uh, you know, find the inner strength that they need uh, to make themselves happy and make these big decisions on what they want to do with a career, you know, and, and postponing marriage to, so they can focus on themselves and their own happiness before they're getting married. Do you think that's a good idea? And do you think that's happening? Mm, well, I do think that's happening. Um, do I think it's a good idea? That's I find that being such a difficult question to answer because I think it's such an individual thing. Mm-hmm. You know, for for myself, uh, it has been the right the right decision uh, in the sen- in in the essence of I've been given the opportunity to really focus on the relationship I have with myself. But 
you know, you can do that also in a relationship. And so, yeah, I don't know how to, how to answer that on behalf of all women. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what do, do you, you think? Oh, that, thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> I think your answer was perfect. <laughs> so I wouldn't change a thing. Uh, I'll find you 100%. Um, do do you think that uh, that uh, failure is something that is getting more difficult or less difficult for us to grasp and understand? Well, again, I think it's such a such a personal question. But what I do believe about failure and fear and challenge is that and rock hitting rock bottom as well. It's like it is often the best thing that can ever happen to us because when 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 we do hit rock bottom or we do come across some real challenge some real challenges it really is an opportunity to surrender and 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 allow a force greater than us to carry us and or redirect us as well like bring us back into alignment my thought on that, by the way, is failure is is uh, is, is critical for for success and for collaboration, mm-hmm. and and I think that we're we, we need to uh, we we have a new culture now, particularly in the entrepreneurial environment that I play in, where cre- you need to create a culture where it's safe to experiment, safe to make mistakes, and to learn and grow along the way. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think we've made tremendous strides in that, and, and in many ways, I think that's what really what your book might be all about. I, you know, in, at least in my mind, when I when mm-hmm. I think of this this uh, you know inward focus of finding courage and, and, and finding meditation to 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 bear through the challenges around us. To me, it's all about let's experiment more, let's make more mistakes. Um, you know, but but of course, Jack Welch had it right when he said, you know, uh, talking about uh, GE. Uh, you know, make an honest mistake, screw up a project, lose a million dollars on a risky business. No problem. We can fix that. But <laughs> violate the core but violate the core values and you're gone immediately. Right? So mm. those, those those core values were critical to, to GE's success and for Jack Welsh. Um, and he had a lovely list of core values that he really believed were the driving forces for success for GE. Mm-hmm. You know, so don't you think your life is a little bit like that, you know, in your book as well? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like, you know, constantly leaping into the fears and the uncomfortableness. I know I've, I've been blessed with many wonderful female teachers, actually, who have, who have kind of shaken me until I realized that actually being uncomfortable is a great sign because it means that you're definitely growing and you're definitely living. <laughs> Wonderful. You were awarded this cool award called Promising New Talent uh, by Mind, Body, Spirit, and Festival. Well, what is it like to achieve an award you know, and to receive an award uh, as a promising new talent? Did that put more pressure on you as a woman to write more or achieve more or help more people or speak more? Tell us about your thoughts on that. Oh gosh. Well, I must say for me, um, my, my greatest fears and challenges have been all around really stepping forward and stepping onto the stage and being heard. Like I, I just always had fear around doing that, not in my previous career, but around spirituality. I, I lived so much of my life, like since I was 14 and to, to the age of like probably like 31 in a spiritual closet, like just hidden in a spiritual closet, not letting anyone know my true beliefs. And so, 
Yeah, since really aligning myself and stepping out through the fear, as you were describing so beautifully before, it's been amazing the support that's come. And I mean, it's been a lot of hard work as well. But yeah, receiving that, I remember Mel from Mind, Body, Spirit. He's just so lovely. And he asked me to meet him at the at Hay House offices. And I thought, I'm like, oh no, what have I done? Did I swear too much on stage? <laughs> <laughs> and then he awarded me that award. So I was in shock, really. <laughs> but yeah, it's really, it was really for me, it just felt like um, I didn't see it as pressure. I felt it as um, beautiful encouragement. And I love that word encouragement because it's just, it's encouraging the courage, right? So yeah, that's how I saw that baby. <laughs> Uh, final question for you. It's a tough one as well. Do you worry that some women are afraid to learn what's in their soul or have spent much of their life hiding what's in their soul and living a life that is really not true to their soul? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think I think most people at some stage in their life that happens because because I think, you know, I'm working on my next book and I, I think the opening line is going to be, being human is hard because it is because actually listening to those those calls is scary a lot of the time because it relies on us us stepping into the unknown you know well, one of my all-time favorite quotes is by Stephen Pressfield who says the more important uh, a call is to your soul's evolution and growth the more resistance yeah. you'll feel around it yeah. and so and so those those greatest gifts are often hidden just behind the greatest fears you know Mm. and so and so I think that just like I was talking before about the cyclic nature of life we can't spend our whole lives in spring and summer we need to go into the autumn go into the winter and gather up the the courage in order to step out again really uh really interesting answer there the uh, the the famous two quest, final questions I have for you are: Who would you like to get a hold of you, and how can they get a hold of you? Oh, okay. Um, so my website is rebeccacampbell.me, and on there you can get like a free sourcing meditation. Um, you can also go to rebeccacampbell.me forward slash free video series for the Light Is a New Black video series. And yeah, I'm, I'm here to, to encourage anyone who is really ready to listen to the wisdom that's already inside of you and, and step forward and be courageous. Rebecca, it's just been a pleasure chatting with you today. Oh, I've enjoyed it so much. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being a guest. Hope everyone enjoyed today's wonderful uh, discussion with Rebecca and I hope your life's a little smarter, better, faster and wiser. Thanks for tuning in to the Life Tip Show everyone. See you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program as well as our complete library of programs. On demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. 
any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited.